Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Officially launched now. Oh, We're recording. Yeah. Okay. We've been recording. Oh, I just gotcha. hit record right away. He's gonna fucking hot mic me, huh? Hot mic. <laughs> Hope we didn't drop any <laughs> bad ones. I could hit you with a Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb bastard. Dumb bastard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. But we're live now. Like we're on Spotify and Apple. And yep. Everything. Fuck That's yeah. pretty cool. Listen to all of them. Yeah. All three of them that are there, and there's another one out there. That people don't really know about on another podcast that we did with Shane. Oh, yeah. That one's coming. That one's coming up, I think. And Well, I guess whenever this drops, I don't know. It's going to be all goofy because um, those were all like way pre-recorded before we launched. So, yeah. yeah it's all good. Know. It'll be good. It's fine. It's fine. We're not real time. We're not doing this real time right now. No. Maybe someday we'll get to the point where... <laughs> We're doing it real time, but until then, it's just podcast time. Yeah, dude. It's fucking, so, it's playtime, bro. It's playtime. <laughs> <laughs> Got the big guns out here. What the fuck you been up to? Oh, not much. Just working. Working. Doing this. Nice. Probably the same as you. Pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got some shit cooking. Like what? Just fucking around, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready for the summer, dude. Getting ready to fucking go compete. Oh, yeah. Do some USPSA or some uh, IDPA or whatever the fuck falls in our direction. Mm-hmm. You actually... My goal is to do one competition a month for the entire summer. Oh, really? Yes. You want to actually compete, compete. Yeah, I'm trying to get good. I know. I do, too. And the thing is, um, like, I really want to do, like, PRS and the NRL Hunter yeah. Um, rifle like competitions. Really want to do those. But man, you're talking like some bigger money. It takes a little bit more money getting into it. Like with uh rifle setups and optics and stuff. With handguns with handguns there's a lot more it's a lot easier to get into because I don't know, you really there's so many different divisions mm-hmm. in USPSA and IDPA matches. You know, you got your I mean, what are all the divisions? Uh, shit. <clears throat> well, there's production. That's the base one where it's, you know, fucking basically no modifications to a factory handgun. Uh, I think they allow some. Like, you can put grips on them. You can stipple your shit modestly. Uh, whatever. You, you know, it's production, a production handgun. You can pull it out of the box, go fucking run the USPSA competition totally legally. Uh, then there's, um, 
carry optics, which is basically re- just red dots on a production gun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's limited division, which is iron sights, but you can have like flared magwells, full stippled grips, modify the shit out of it. Basically, just no optics. Yeah, basically anything goes in that division, right? Yep. Extended I mean, mags. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, shit. And then there's, I mean, there's... Uh, open. And opens the race guns. It's fucking everything goes. Oh, that one's anything goes. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, there's so many different divisions to compete at. And it's a lot easier to get into with a lot less money, I think, when it comes to handgun competitions. Yeah. And, you know, we, I don't know. We grew up shooting a lot of handgun or, uh, rifles and shotguns and being the military, we didn't shoot a whole lot of handguns, so it's also kind of fun to get into handguns a lot more in the in the adult years, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's why I've been noticing. It's just, I don't know. It's a little more a little more challenging, and I think it's just because we didn't grow up shooting, you know, Glocks mm-hmm. when we were kids. So, yeah, and I think it's fun. I mean, I mentioned this loud the last time I was on, I guess, but it's just fun to. Number one, it's fun to see where you stack up against people. I just, I always think that's yeah. fun. You know, friendly competition is always a good fucking thing. It is a good thing. And it pushes you to be better with a handgun. And it, almost any defensive situation that you're going to get yourself into outside of maybe a home invasion or a military conflict or even a police conflict, you know, oh, yeah. it's going to be with a handgun because you're going to be concealed carrying. Right. So yeah. I mean, there's a lot of value in it. And um, I don't know. I know a lot of people, a lot of pros that compete. I guess I don't know them personally, but I know of them. And uh, the most popular one is carry optics. Oh, sure. You know, the Mm -hmm. open division is obviously popular with pros, but, like, these are high-end pros. Like, you know, we're not pros. We're bros, dude. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the thing with that, it's, like, open division is, it's cool to see. You know, it's cool to watch. It's cool to see. Like the the best, the best shooting the best, the best as fast as they can shoot it. You know, it's it's really impressive seeing those times. Mm-hmm. But what's more practical? Like, because no one's carrying uh, a fucking nineteen eleven style race gun that's shooting nine mil double stack mags with all that crazy shit. And no one's carrying that around with uh, Fuck, no. what are they like five plus inch barrels? Yeah, yeah, they're huge. You're not carrying that stuff around every day. No. That's and, for fun. You know, nobody uses them for duty weapons either. And right. the reason is is because they are strictly made for a controlled environment, competition environment, right? Yep. Like, they are not super rugged. They're also not, honestly, super dependable. No. <laughs> like, no, they're, they're, pr- they're fast fucking guns, and they are made for shooting very, very quickly. It, they call them race guns for a reason. And just like a race car, mm-hmm. like you're not going to drive a fucking race car. Like a like Dale Earnhardt isn't driving around his number three Dale Earnhardt car. Well, he's dead now, I guess, but he wasn't. He <laughs> he's wasn't not driving around a stock car. He ain't driving around that, that that son of a bitch to get groceries. Yeah, you know. So just like just like you're not using a a race car to go get groceries, you're not using a race gun to carry every day for everyday carry. You're right. carrying. Like, I don't know, that big is probably a Glock 17-sized handgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, honestly, I'm not comfortable carrying a Glock 17. It's big. Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. 
a 19 is pushing it for me. At least for, I mean, I, I carry appendix. And in the summertime, even a Glock 19 can get fucking cumbersome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I just, I adjust whatever I have for the season, whatever I'm wearing. I don't like to index my shit and fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Most of the time I'm carrying a Glock 19. Yeah. But most of the time I can conceal a Glock 19 pretty easily. Yeah, Glock 19s aren't too bad to conceal. 17s are a little bit cumbersome. I was, I was carrying around a 1911 for a while. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Fucking, that that uh, thing was a bitch. On a shoulder harness. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, a winter carry only gun. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you had the layers on and you could actually carry it without with it being actually concealed. I think it was a bitch to conceal, dude. Yeah, dude. For sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got subcompacts and shit that I, you know, I carry when, I don't know, trying to look decent where form-fitting clothes to a certain extent <laughs> oh yeah and there's no shame in that and a lot of people will be like oh you fucking your magazine capacity is going way down blah blah blah. it's like sure but it's better than zero right which in this situation that's what it would be <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah because you don't want to look like a fucking doofus wearing an oversized shirt either you know right. so the and honestly the subcompacts are getting really good like they're they're figuring out a way to stack a lot of rounds in a small you got that uh, Springfield uh, Hellcat, don't you? Yeah, and I probably get a lot of shit for people hearing me hearing <laughs> hearing it that I'm ca- I'm carrying a Springfield Hellcat. Yeah, why? They have a bad rap in the community, I guess. Really? Yeah, but I, honestly, I don't give a fuck. From I don't, who? I don't fucking care because I can shoot that gun pretty fucking good. Yeah, and it's tiny as fuck, and it can hold as many rounds as a Glock 19. Who's giving? Who's talking shit? Springfield, uh, they have a bad reputation currently because they were kind of cowering down to, like, the fucking gun control groups and shit like that. Sort of like... Really? Yeah. Really, the big company that kind of took a stand was uh, Smith & Wesson, honestly, believe it or not. I can believe that. Yeah. I I mean, I can believe any... I don't don't know of any gun company that would... what, What were they doing bowing down to i don't i don't know exactly and nobody can really explain it and i couldn't find any information online in a very limited search that i did because i just i don't give a fuck because my personal defense i don't care about political positions when it comes down to personal defense it's a perfectly fine concealed carry gun like it's a it's a perfectly fine subcompact it's reliable shoots good i can shoot it good and that's really what it comes down to Right. What it comes down to is what you have and what you're training with and what you can defend yourself with in that situation. Yeah. And I don't really give a fuck about political positions or whatever. That, I mean, that's, you know, a, a whole entire separate discussion mm-hmm. aside from somebody's trying to kill me and I have something to save my life. Right. I mean, I, I do care to a certain extent for sure. Um, like I, I mean, I won't. I'll try not to support certain companies that don't, and not that they don't fall in line with my political ideology. But one hard line that I do take is the, it is the gun, the gun issue. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I hear that a company is like super anti-gun, then I'll be like, okay, well, I'll tr- I'll really try to find a different company to do business with and buy from. But I can't see a gun company, a gun manufacturer, being cowering or bowing down to gun control 
groups. Yeah, well, I think basically, okay, so maybe that was bad verbiage in my part, but like, I think basically they weren't saying, you know, no, fuck you to like the gun control lobby or whatever for, I don't know. This all comes down to online discussions, dude. And I think that's a problem too. And I guess if you want to call it the gun community. Yeah. Is like, and especially when it comes to training. I mean, it's with anything <laughs> that involves training, really. Like it, it's, oh, yeah. it's martial arts, it's guns, it's fucking music. It's, uh. It's probably hunting too. You know, it's just people oh, yeah. going online. They don't want to do any of their own research or whatever. And they're just like, oh, I'm having an issue with this or this. And like, what's the fix? And then a, a thousand people will comment and every single one of them will have a different solution to the fix. And mm-hmm. none of them are fucking probably correct for that individual. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it is, that is everywhere. It, it's, it's for sure in the hunting, hunting community, like you said. Uh, a huge thing is, yeah, like when you're talking online discussions, uh, a big question that gets asked is like, Hey, you know, what boots do you like? Like what boots are best? What are the best boots? And you, you know, for me in the military, it's like, there is no right answer for the best boot. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing because no. so, everyone's feet is, are different. Everyone's feet's fuck. I don't know how to make this sound not stupid. Everyone's <laughs> feet are different. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Everyone's feet is different, dude. <laughs> Everyone's feet are different. It just like, uh, like it's all, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. And on the internet, there is for sure a different, there's a, a group of people out there. They're not, I don't think they're all, they're not all working together, but there's people out there and you can pick them out that are like internet. Um, I guess like experts Mm -hmm. and they're not really probably usually experts actually. Yeah. And it's, it's totally fine. Like in a, maybe in like a situation, right. Or people make like educational YouTube videos or whatever. I mean, it's kind of like a catch all, like a basic, these are the basics. You know what I mean? Like follow these basics and you will be on your way to being an intermediate at whatever you're trying to learn. But most people in discussion boards or like Reddit forums and shit like that, they get in these conversations where they're like, I need a custom application to my specific problem. And I know that I didn't post a video or any kind of like form check on shit. Dude, weightlifting too, same thing. Oh yeah. But, um, it's like, I need you to fix this solution. There was like, I have a solution because fucking I am the expert, you yeah. know, none of these motherfuckers are experts. Andrew Tate. <laughs> 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 that motherfucker, you want to be the top G? Pay me 70 bucks a month. Oh, you know? my God. That motherfucker's in prison, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, allegedly. Fuck him. He allegedly did some pretty bad things. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a limited hangout, dude. I would not fuck around with Andrew Tate. Don't, dude. <clears throat> not at all. He's a he's definitely belongs to some kind of intelligence agency. There's something going on there. Yeah, he's got to be. He's pretty wild. But, uh, oh, fuck. What was it? I was going to say something else about... Uh, gun control stuff and oh actually no um a big thing too that a lot of, like a lot of people when they're asking for advice on the internet it's because they're new like they're very very new yes. right and when i was when i got back when i got out of the army and got back home i wanted to get into hunting and so i started consuming a whole lot of shit and you when you're new to something especially like when i got into bow hunting i didn't know anything about it so you just take everything 
that everyone says and you just hold it to be true until you go out and test it. Mm-hmm. Once you get out and test it, then you make your own decisions and make educated <clears throat> decisions on who to listen to and you start picking out the stuff. But the biggest thing is getting out there and actually doing it and not just sitting on the computer or sitting on your phone and talking about doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Like actually get out and do those cool things that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. Like if you're interested in, if you're interested in hunting, you just got to go hunting. Mm-hmm. You don't need Sitka clothing. You don't, you don't need a $500 Sitka jacket to go hunting. You need, you just need, you know, your license, your tag and your weapon. You know, you got to figure out what your wants and needs and really be picky about, you know, what goes in what column. And it's the same way with shooting too. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you, you really sift through your wants and needs and you just got to go out and do it. You got to buy a gun and you got to go out and you got to actually shoot the gun and get to know it and figure And you got to shoot multiple, like a lot of different guns. Cause you don't know what's good and what's not. Like, well, our dad, you know, <laughs> he has pretty poor tasting guns. Yeah. But that's because he doesn't have a lot of guns. Like, he doesn't shoot, he doesn't shoot and handle a lot of different guns. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this is what I have, and it's good. And that's great. If that's all you have, then shoot it, shoot it to the best of your ability, and be confident in it. Mm-hmm. But don't say you're an expert on on something if you don't actually have any any hands-on experience with it is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say i guess yeah and then it also comes down to the individual individual out individual oh, fuck. individuality there you go hey that thing yeah comes down to that aspect of so like especially in that situation and he is i don't want to use the word freak but like he's an anomaly or dad in shooting sports if you want to call it that even yeah. though he doesn't he's you know he doesn't really like train train but no, he I mean, he's a right-handed <laughs> shooter and he's left-handed dominant. Like, yeah, I am too. So, and he kind of figured out what works for him, and he can hit fucking shit. Mm-hmm. He's a good shooter. He is. Yep. But don't teach that <laughs> to somebody that's a right-handed shooter and right-eye dominant. Like, it just it does not make sense. No, because I'm I'm right-handed and left-eye dominant. What he should have taught me at a young age is shoot left-handed. Right. You're going to shoot left-handed. You're not going to be able. To, don't go shooting unless you're shooting left-handed. Mm. And I just didn't. I just never shot left-handed, and I am fucking. I I cannot shoot. I cannot do shit with my left hand. Like I'm pretty left side disabled, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> like I'm pretty bad at it. I, I've tried a couple different times. I'm just like, man, it's so uncomfortable. And if I really, really hammered down, I know I could do it. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to because right. I am shooting pretty good. With my right-handed, right-hand, dominant right hand and left eye dominant. Like, I'm getting good at it. The only problem is I I have to shoot. I can't shoot with both eyes open. Right. I have to close my left eye, at least squint it, in order to get a good sight picture. Hmm. So, that's just what I do. And it's not not correct. Like, it's not the best way to do it. But that's just what works for me because I don't want to train super hard left-handed. You see, and that's the issue, too. the The term correct is completely subjective. It is. Like, and that drives me nuts about, like, getting in those fucking forums and shit where people are asking advice. And I understand their frustrations. They're they're spending some time on the range. They're not hitting shit, and they can't figure out fucking why. Mm-hmm. And they, they've scoured YouTube, maybe. You know, they're looking up shit or whatever, tips and tricks that work for, I would say, like, probably 80% of shooters. And it's not working for them. Dude, you need to fucking invest your money... Quit buying the, the fucking gear. 
and just go take a class. Spend time with a pro. Mm-hmm. A good class. There's a ton of fucking shitty ones out there. I mean, yeah. you and I send each other fucking oh, yeah. shitty training videos all the time. They're hilarious. They're funny. But, but they, th- but like to somebody that's brand new, and you can see them, they're teaching a bunch of people all this bullshit. And they're buying it. They're paying fucking thousands of dollars for these things, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb. It's so stupid. And it's because they have this technique that seems super complicated. Mm-hmm. And to the normal person, it makes no fucking sense. But they're the expert. They're fucking... I don't know, sniper qualified from fucking, uh, you know, Colorado State Patrol or some shit. Like some obscure yeah. fucking law enforcement agency. And they're probably not. The thing that I hate the worst, the thing that makes me the most angry is when I see these videos, these Instagram training, like shooting, shooter, these Instagram trainers, right? Yeah. The thing that makes me the most angry about some of these people is you look in their bios and they're like, you know, this team is uh, consists of all soft guys, and mm. soft stands for Special Operation Forces, right? But that is such a broad term that's thrown around by every 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 soft person from the military to law enforcement to anything, like all of it. It's like it's such a broad term that it could be comprised of a, a you know we're uh, okay name off a few soft elements in the military like the combat weatherman not saying he's a a bitch in the air force Mm -hmm. but maybe not maybe he's maybe he's not the best but maybe he is maybe he does know know his shit but what i'm trying to say i guess is if you put in your bio comprises a bunch of soft guys and we know what we're talking about listen to us because we have been there done that maybe not don't just take that at don't just take that shit to heart and say and just trust them blindly. You know, don't ever blindly trust them. Actually, vet them. Look at what they're looking at. Look at what they're doing. And shooting is not overly com- overly complicated. No, it's really not. You want to make it as simple as possible. So if you see some trainer trying like making it look really complicated, and in your head, even if you're new, you can look at it and be like, "That looks pretty fucking complicated." Mm-hmm. If you say that probably stand back just a little bit and look at something else you know yeah if anybody's ever firing from the hip fucking discredit that fool because that's some bullshit right there (laughs) some straight bullshit unless it's an extremely close situation Mm -hmm. and even then there's empty-handed techniques that you can use to fucking get some distance you know what i'm saying yeah i mean the the sheriff's department in our area they train one aspect of their qualification course is shooting from the hip, but you're extremely close to a paper target, mm-hmm. not a steel target. Yeah. I've seen people do that before where they're shooting really, really close distance at steel targets. Like, geez, dude, you're getting pelted. How are you not getting pelted? It's oh, yeah. stupid. But anyways, but they're, what they're doing is like, if you're up close and personal and something happens, you push off, draw your weapon and just shoot. And then, back up and actually come to full you know pre- yeah. presentation of the of the weapon on the per- on the perpetrator but there are instances where you might have to but you're talking you're within inches of that person like within striking distance with your hand yep. you know and i'm also talking i'm speaking to basics to like maybe between the stage between beginners and intermediates I mean, especially right. beginners you should not be running 
fucking a uh, 40-year-old soccer mom and teaching her techniques that as soon as you draw from the holster, just start shooting. Yeah. No, I've seen those videos, <laughs> yes. and you're absolutely right. Keep That's going. the problem with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of good aspects to getting into competition shooting, like in certain ones, practical shooting sports, I guess, if you want to call it that, and to train for them. If you're beyond the beginner stage, like beyond, you know, you know how to fucking draw, present, you know, you know how to shoot a target quickly, mm-hmm. then stay away from shit like that. Yeah. I'd those are if you're a strong intermediate is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those people are basically LARPers. Like they are living some weird, <laughs> they're weird, living some weird fantasy of being a fucking <laughs> defensive tactics instructor. And they're not, dude. I mean, trust me. If you're a real soft dude. You're not doing that. You're not teaching that kind of bullshit. You're just not. You're you're fucking starting a range. You're letting people go out and train on their own. And if they're going to pay for fucking classes, you're going to custom, you're going to customize some kind of training program for them to get better at Mm -hmm. fucking hitting A zones. Because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here with this. Go for it. I'll fucking call out her name, dude. T-Rex Arms. That's what drives me nuts about that fucking channel. Oh. Isaac, especially. I like the other Don't guys. Like I like the other brothers. They put out good information, especially on communications and land navigation, all that kind of shit. They actually put out some pretty good fucking info. It's long. Yep. Very good info. But when Isaac does those fucking stupid videos where he's running as fast as humanly possible in a CQB environment. We've been in CQB environments. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't in like a real world application, but I've trained for him. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. No, you do <laughs> trust me. And I've seen the fucking, the hits on paper that he makes on those super speed runs. He's not dropping motherfuckers before he runs off. No. I, and he's, he's hitting deltas and fucking Charlie's. Yeah. If you're, unless you're hitting a shit ton of a zone hits, that dude's not going down and you are not going to be running like that. You're going to get right. fucked. The way that um, we were trained is like, just hit the dude, right? You want to obviously be as accurate as possible, but in a high intense situation, you know, you know, C, Charlie's and Deltas aren't necessarily bad hits because you're still hitting the guy. Yeah. But I was always trained to shoot until the threat's neutralized. Don't mm-hmm. just shoot five rounds, run to the next chart, r- run to this point, shoot the next target run to this point, shoot the next target. It's like, you want to, you know, in a real life application, what's more important is to stay on target, shoot that target until it's neutralized and then move on to the next target. Yes. Cause otherwise you're just, you know, once it, it, unless you see that target go down, then he's still a threat. You know, and you, it sucks to say, but in a real life situation, number one thing, obviously cover, you know, if in a real life situation, if you can get cover, get cover. Yeah. But if you can't get cover, if it's happening that fast, then you just need to put that fucking dude down as fast as possible. Then reassess the situation. Try to find cover. Or if there's another threat immediately in, you know, in the immediate danger area, then you got to put him down too as fast as you can. But you don't just, you know, shoot two, three, four shots and then move on. Mm-hmm. You got to put him down. You know? Yeah. But T-Rex Arms, that guy... I I think he's all right, I guess. Like he's he's not entirely bad. He's not he's not even a trainer. He's just doing he's doing the, the He's an influencer. He yeah. 
exactly. He's an influencer for his own company mm-hmm. too, yeah. which is, it's fine. I get it. I go for it. But the thing that bothers me is his legs are too damn skinny. Like, I'm sure he's a hard gainer. He probably has a super high metabolism. But seeing his little pencil legs running, it's like, God dang. I'm a hard gainer. I know you are. There's no fucking excuse for that. He's he's super skinny. Yeah, he is. And I, I'm sure he doesn't lift. And I'm sure, you know, which, whatever, yeah. fine. Right. You can shoot really fast or whatever. I can go out and make those same fucking videos that he makes. Yeah. All of us. We all can. You and I can. Yeah. We can just run fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Have very minimal recoil on a fucking weighed down gun. Yeah. Pretty fucking easily. Yep. But the thing that annoys me about influencers, dude, especially in fucking... I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the gun realm, is it creates a super unrealistic expectation for people. So Mm. like, oh, I have to go out and fucking rapid fire Mm -hmm. and fucking, you know, hit, you know, they're assuming he's probably hitting like a Mozambique style, like a two to the chest, one to the head drill or whatever, but he's not. No. And that's, I think it's super important to fucking focus on getting A zone hits. Especially at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Because that drills into you in a real life situation when you're not going to be comfortable on a fucking range. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to be expecting a gunfight. You're going to be making at least probably A or C zone hits. Yeah. I forgot who told me. Um, Someone told me this one time where you're only as good as your worst training day. Yeah. You know, probably even a, worse in a real life. Probably even worse, you know, but take, okay, you go out to the range and you're shooting, say you go out to the range for a day and you're just, you know, we've, we've had those days where it's just like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm on, I'm dialed mm-hmm. today. I'm just fucking, I can't miss. Like, I'm doing so good. And then you go out another day and you're just all over the place. Like, you have those days, you have those ebb and flows of training days, right? What you're really training for, you're not training for the best days. Mm-hmm. You're training to make the worst days a little bit better. Yeah. So when you have those really, really good training days, that's great. And that's awesome. But you really need to focus on your worst training days. And, you know, if you're going to keep targets, like keep a file of your targets and kind of study them, keep your bad ones mm-hmm. and judge those ones. Throw away your really good ones. Like, okay, I did really good on that. Nice. Don't forget what you did because obviously you're doing it right. But keep your bad ones to look at and compare and contrast. Like, say you're starting at level zero and you shoot consistently. Say you shoot uh, one day a month for the next year. You know, take your worst day on day zero and your worst day on day 365 and compare those two. Because that's what, that's what really matters is making your wor- your worst days better mm-hmm. you know and i think a lot of people i fell into this <laughs> trap too for a while but i'd say uh, maybe two years ago i probably pulled myself out of it but like <clears throat> if you have a bad day on the range don't get fucking mad about it that's a good thing dude you mm-hmm. found something that you need to fucking work on like that's a good thing that is a good thing because oh, yeah. if you would have gotten into it, a, a nasty situation and you performed worse than your best day on the range you're probably fucking dead yeah. Or somebody else is dead. That shouldn't be. You know what yep. I'm saying? So take the bad days as like a good thing. Because it is. It is a, it's a blessing that mm-hmm. you, you know, you're finding a flaw in your motor adaptivity or whatever you want to call it. 
and fucking work on it. Yeah. Drill it. Absolutely. But, I mean, it takes a lot of objective reasonings to kind of, like, see all that shit, too. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I mean, you have to really look at yourself like, I am the worst shooter in the world. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, everything I'm doing is wrong, but I'm hitting A zones. What the fuck? Yep. You know? But, like, once you start fucking getting worse, or I guess, you know, maybe not having a good day or whatever, then figure out what you were doing on that bad day that made it a bad day. Yeah. And then drill a shit out of it and fucking smooth it out. It's like, you know, yep. it's like sand and fucking wood, you know? Yeah. You find a rough spot, sand it over and fucking move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, you really got to focus on what you're, what you are shooting. You know, with handguns, it's like your majority of the time you're going to be pretty close, right? So your goal when you're shooting handguns is to be accurate first, fast second. You know, so I totally agree with you what you're saying earlier, where when you're first starting out, you really want to focus on accuracy and go as slow as you need to go in order to consistently hit a zone, right? Mm -hmm. So focus on the a zone accuracy, go as slow as you need to go until you're hitting a zones consistently. And then you just gradually speed it up. Like the speed takes a long time. Mm -hmm. The accuracy you need to work on because you know that that's the fundamentals that's the fundamentals that everyone talks about that you need to have before you can move fast and then you want to shoot as fast as you can until your groups start spreading out and once you see your group spread out slow it back down until they come back in and then that's where you want to be at you know mm -hmm. you want to shoot as fast as you can accurately so yeah you don't, you don't want to just shoot fast shoot fast because that's just a waste of ammo you know, and ammo's not cheap, and you just really, you really want because if you're you're not accurate, then there's no point in you pulling the trigger. So, for sure. And the best thing about it is you can't buy yourself out of that. You can't buy yourself into being good, really. I mean, you, you really can't. I mean, yeah, no. you can buy a nice gun, you can buy the nicest gear and shit. Really, all that all that shit is just to make your time doing it more comfortable. Right. I mean, if you buy a nice, I don't know, let's say. A Sakato XC, right? Like a fucking $4,000 gun. The creme de la creme. Yeah, it's a beautiful gun. Great yeah. gun. It's a really good gun. In a pro's hands, they're handling that shit. I mean, they are literally just trying to shave off like mil like fractions of seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they started with a a basic Smith & Wesson M&P, let's say. Yeah. And if you can get good with that, the the form doesn't change. You still have right. to fucking draw it the same way. You still have to fucking aim it the same way. You still mm -hmm. have to pull the trigger the exact same way and all that. Yeah, when it comes to gear, especially different guns, it's like you shoot your stock <clears throat> handguns starting out, obviously, because it's the cheapest to get into, too. But, um, yeah, it really makes you appreciate the higher-end guns. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get them, you're like, oh, my gosh. Then you really start figuring out, like, what a crisp trigger feels like versus a, a sticky, sludgy kind of shitty trigger you know like you start picking out those minute details and i don't know yeah it's something best just to start out stock and just get get your rounds in you know yeah for sure i mean really all those guns do is just give you quicker follow-up follow-up shots that's yeah. the only thing like keeps you on target if you can't better. hit it in the fucking first place then your follow-up shots are gonna be dog shit too yep absolutely but I, um since you brought up gun control earlier what do you want to talk? So you went over the, because 
in Illinois, they just passed a fucking crazy bill. Mm-hmm. And Illinois is like our next door neighbor, right? We have a bunch of buddies in Illinois. And you know, I have, I especially have, you know, all the word class guys are in Illinois. And, you know, we all like our guns, but Illinois is not, definitely not exactly known as the, the freest state in the union. No. So, but they pass a crazy bill. Did you read up, read up on that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So in Illinois, I, let me just, I'll just, let me just read the article. Yeah, it's it pretty ridiculous, dude. Yeah, so whew, probably won't read the whole article, but uh, Illinois becomes the latest U.S. state to ban assault weapons. So Illinois, they passed the state Senate and the, the state House and got to the governor's office, and the governor signed this assault weapons ban, mm-hmm. right? And we all know assault weapons are, you know, what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're talking about all your ARs, your AKs, and that kind of stuff, right? So your your scary guns, your scary mass shooter guns. But uh, that's basically it. So they, they, the new law bans assault weapons, including some semi-automatic firearms, along with high-capacity magazines and rapid-firing devices. And he says, For a long time now, I, I and many other leaders in the Illinois General, General Assembly have prioritized getting the most dangerous weapons off our streets, Pritzker, the governor, said in a statement Tuesday. He said, today, honoring the commitment we made, we passed one of the strongest assault weapons bans in the nation, one that I will be proud to sign. (laughs) And White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said, President Joe Biden commends the leadership of Illinois. And the numerous advocates, survivors, and elected officials who tire, whose tireless efforts turned the pain of Highland Park and other acts of gun violence into meaningful action on behalf of all Illinoisans. And there's nine other U.S. states, as well as Washington, D.C., that now prohibit the sale or possession of military-style weapons, driven largely by deadly mass shootings in their communities. For Illinois, the ban came six months after a gunman, a gunman wielding a semi-automatic rifle, shot and killed seven people at a, at, a, at a Fourth of July parade in the Chicago suburb of Highland Park. No Illinoisan, no matter their zip code, should have to go through life fearing their loved one could be the next in an ever-growing list of victims of mass shootings. The governor said. However, for too long, people have lived in fear of being gunned down in schools while worshiping at celebrations or in their own front yards. This le- this legislation will stop the spread of assault weapons. So, this legislation will stop the spread of assault weapons, high-capacity magazines, and switches, and make our state a safer place for all. So... They passed it in Illinois. Obviously, it's going to get um, challenged in court by gun advocacy groups like the NRA and Guns for America and those types of, types of organizations. Illinois Rifle Association, I think, is Illinois lawsuits too. Yep, yep. They're they're going to get hammered in court. And I mean, and there's a lot more to this article too. But man, uh, so th- they pass this law banning assault weapons because of mainly because of the Highland Park shooting that happened. Yeah. 
You know, it's like daily dollar short, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that was a while ago. But uh, the, the biggest thing is like, I guess the thing that bothers me it's whenever obviously mass shootings and killings are not good. Like no one enjoys seeing that stuff. No one likes it. It's right. not a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's a very, very bad thing. Mm-hmm. But is the juice worth the squeeze on this on this bill? Like, I'm pretty sure we all know that banning assault weapons in a state will not really do much in, you know, Chicago, one of the deadliest cities in America. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very strict on guns. Yeah, and they there's still shootings all the time, and the thing is, like, when it comes to our fundamental American like, rights as Americans, is a tragic event worth losing your rights over? Like to me, it's not. To me, it's not worth losing your rights over because because of a tragic event. I think we need to go through and do other things. There's a lot of there's a lot of other things that can be done before we have to resort to taking away everyone's rights. It, to me, it feels like uh, a mass punishment for something that you didn't really do. Like in the army, we did that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Some dude in your platoon or whatever fucks up, does something stupid. The whole platoon's getting smoked. Mm-hmm. Doing doing PT for hours on end, right? Because of one person. Like, to me, that's what it feels like. It's like one person does something really bad. So everyone else that didn't do anything wrong are going to get punished for it. Like, that's that's not right. No. <clears throat> and it, ne- it never worked in the military. And all it did is all the people that followed the rules and did the right thing and everything else, they just said, fuck this shit. I'm going to go somewhere where I don't have to be treated that way. Yeah, this I'm going to go sucks. somewhere where I can be treated like a sovereign individual and fucking make my own decisions like an adult. Yeah. Anyway, this whole gun control thing is so fucking dumb and it's always been dumb. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's just, it's strictly regulating the people that follow the system in place currently. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, what was in 2022, like 630 homicides in Chicago alone. Like that's yeah. just, you know, I mean, really what Illinois is doing by passing state laws is they're saying we need to protect Chicago guys. Pretty much. We need to protect. I don't even know who they think they're. I don't think they're protecting anyone. I think honestly, they want to create this dystopian hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and it does nothing. It literally does Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing, especially this. This is so dumb. And I mean, politics is like professional wrestling, dude. It's not fucking real life. No. You know, like these politicians, they don't give a fuck. They're just going with the status quo and they're going to they're going to make a little bullet on their resume that's going to get them reelected in the future by mm-hmm. the group that they are trying to appease. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right where you said they are going to punish the whole state to protect Chicago, mm-hmm. which is true because especially the governorship all he needs to get reelected is Chicago. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like that's the whole that's the whole voter base of the state basically. I don't, I don't want to say the entire voter base obviously, but you, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like that's the ma- vast majority. That's a huge city 
and not a huge state. Like the, the majority of their population is in Chicago or the Chicago area. So obviously the governor is going to do what his voters want him to do. And that is that big city mindset of guns are scary. The only time I see a gun being used in the city is when it's involved in a crime. Mm-hmm. Ru- rural areas, we look at things a lot differently. Like we look at things, we look at guns as being a tool to be used on the farm for protection for anything really. It's used as a tool and it's a, it's, mostly looked at as a good thing in rural areas because in the city you have okay you call 911 and you have an emergency the cops will be there within i don't know let's say five ten minutes or so depending on where you're at in the city probably no more than 20 minutes we'll say i don't know for sure i'm just kind of pulling that shit out of my ass mm. but there's a lot of cops in the city and they'll be there fairly quickly because they're patrolling in the city in a, rural, in a rural area, you know, especially in really far, like imagine you're in Wyoming in the middle of fucking nowhere or Idaho out in the middle of nowhere and something bad's happening and you call the cops, it could be 40 minutes, mm-hmm. 45 minutes to an hour. It could be a long fucking time before help gets there to save you or help you with whatever is going on, you know, whether it's a break-in or murder or whatever, whatever's going on. But at the end of the day, no matter what, having a gun on you is going to be a hell of a lot faster at protecting yourself than calling the cops, no matter where you're at. But the city uh, city people with their city mindset, they just see things a lot differently than like we, we do, you know? And that's why in a state like Iowa, why we're, as a state, we're passing very pro-gun legislation and we're further protecting our rights, our gun rights in Iowa because the majority of the voter base in Iowa isn't a big city. Like Des Moines is pretty big. Cedar Rapids is pretty big, but we have a lot of people in r- the rural areas of Iowa. Like we're pretty spread out, but we have a lot more people in rural areas in Iowa than like, sh- like Chicago is way too big. It's way bigger than Des Moines and Cedar Rapids and basically probably all of our cities combined. I don't know for sure. I'd have to look it up, mm-hmm. but it's a big ass fucking city, That's right? Huge. So we don't have that in Iowa. So we are able to pass a lot of good legislation because we don't have that big city mindset like Chicago does, yeah, or Minneapolis. And I think this uh, Illinois thing, I think is, I think it is strictly, I think it is just strictly politicians trying to get bullet points on their resume. And I say that because they're banning high capacity magazines, basically magazines over that hold over. 10 rounds are banned. Yeah. You know, that's handguns too, dude. But they say, okay, if you own them currently, then you're grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. You can't carry them, but you can use them at the range. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, number one, magazines aren't fucking serialized. Well, real, so how are you going to enforce that? Well, yeah, but real quick, <laughs> that's, but you have to register them. Yeah. That's the thing. That's stupid. That's so dumb. You have to, you have to get them registered with the state and you have to go through this whole rigmarole to get all your guns registered with the state in order to be legal right yeah so the thing on that is like okay if you do and it's not even high capacity magazines those are just outright banned Mm -hmm. so what they need to do to fix that it's the same problem that is going to happen in oregon because a fucking crazy bill got passed in there that we'll probably touch on too but um what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to go to a gun shop 
or to a smith, a gunsmith or something like that, and get those magazines permanently altered in order to only hold 10 rounds. <laughs> and you know how much they, they charge for those magazines? Like, I think, oh, I'm sure shit dude, done. I think it's like 50 bucks a mag, Good like man. on average. Like that's crazy. Like thirty to fifty bucks Why per mag. Why would you do that to a perfectly good magazine anyway? I mean, if you're a because you have to. <laughs> I know, but is what they don't have to. You don't really, have to. But yeah, I get you. Yeah, you quote unquote have to. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's what the state is going to require of its citizens. And then, and it's because they're not banning the assault weapons per se, but they have to be registered. And after, I think. If I remember right, there's only a certain amount of grace period, but they're banning the sales of them in Illinois. Like the gun shops that are in Illinois are allowed to sell out of their inventory before it takes effect. But once they sell their inventory, they're not allowed to restock with assault weapons. And I don't think they're allowed to sell to an Illinois resident. That's kind of crazy. You can only sell them to out-of-state non-residents. Is the way I interpreted it in the article. Okay. It's like, so these gun shops are going to have to sell these assault weapons to non-residents. Like that's, so they, in reality, they, they really don't give a fuck. Because if they really gave a fuck and they really wanted to do it, and they really, really, really just cared about your safety, they just want to make sure everyone's safe and not one more, not one more mass shooting. Then they would just they just confiscate. They'd go door to door and confiscate. That's what they do. If they actually cared, mm. you know, but they're not going to do that because they don't care because they're just passed. This is a this is a bullshit bill that passed because the state is it's a Democrat state and they know they could get it passed. But they ultimately they know it's going to get shot down in court. Mm. They know it's going to get challenged and contested and then ultimately deemed unconstitutional. Especially when it hits the Supreme Court's feet, you know? Yeah. And that's the next point I was getting at. It's like these Democrat politicians, they're working with basically unlimited funds because they're living off of tax money. Mm-hmm. Like money that they've stolen from its, from their citizens. And if they run out of money, they're just going to steal more. They're just going to make you pay more in taxes in order to keep passing bullshit bills like this. In order to keep fucking with their, their their citizens, because they don't give a fuck, like they don't care, they don't care how much money they're spending, because they can just make you pay more. But the thing that's on the flip side of that is that these organizations that are fighting these bills in the courts, it, it's expensive, and they're they're working on a limited budget. Like they might have more. Like the NRA has a lot of money, but it's not. They can't force. They can't force people to pay into the NRA. Like the Illinois state government can force its citizens to pay more, to keep passing more bullshit bills. Cause the shit isn't free mm-hmm. to pass bills like this. Ain't free to go to court. Ain't free. Like it costs money. Yeah. But these groups are, they're, they're working with money that's given to them by people that care. And it's all post tax money. So it's they're they're spending their money on an, in an organization that they feel like is actually going to protect their rights, which they are doing a pretty good pretty good job at. I would say that two A groups do a pretty good job at fighting the good fight. But at the end of the day, it's like if the shit's the Democrats, especially in Democrat states, they have no limit basically 
to their spending. Mm-hmm. Cause they can just make you pay more is what I'm getting at, which yeah. is fucking even crazier. Like they're just going to make, they're just going to take more money from you in order to take more of your rights away. Yeah, for sure. That's why you just got to leave. <clears throat> like you were saying earlier. Yeah. And I mean, I would say first fight. Cause I mean, if it is your home, then you have to defend it. Right. Um, but yeah, if all resources are exhausted then it's like, and if you're exhausted personally, fucking get out, mm-hmm. go dude. They don't give it. They don't give a fuck about you, dude. No, dude. <laughs> Especially if they're taking away your most basic human right. Not even just like a constitutional or, you know, whatever right. It's a human right to fucking defend yourself. Yep. If the government has certain guns, the population needs those guns. Yeah. That's my fundamental belief that every gun law, every gun control law is an infringement on the Second Amendment. And it is. It is. And not if, just the Second Amendment, but also, like I said, just the basic human right to be able to defend yourself mm-hmm. against an attacker. Because guess what? Newsflash, criminals don't follow gun laws. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> if you, your dumbass oh, is you going, say. if your dumbass is going and fucking modifying your magazines to fit the state's law, number one, you're a sucker. I'm sorry. You got fucking, you got fooled. You got sucked. <laughs> okay. Second. The criminals ain't doing it. The people that are going to kill you and the situation that you were training for to defend yourself against, they have the advantage. Oh yeah, and, and that's the. It's just a really. It's a. It's. It's all just so stupid, and it makes no fucking sense at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I that's the and that's the way that all these liberal fucking states roll, dude. Is they're like, we're going to appease the people. We're going to fucking legalize weed. I have no problem with weed being legal. Actually, I think it should be federally legal so that states can't do some bullshit like this and rake in all that fucking tax money to get tied up in court for bullshit like this. Yep. It's dumb. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Makes no fucking sense. I mean, just don't fucking modify your handguns, guys. Makes no fucking yeah. sense at all. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell people to just break the law, but at the end of the day, don't modify your magazine. Well, there was also another, <laughs> you know, there I mean, a, like at the end of the day, don't do it. Yeah, but they use they also <laughs> use wordage like some vocabulary in these things too, where it's like, well, we're going to tighten down gun laws. We're going to make it a requirement to have a permit to purchase and like all this yeah. other shit. It's like, okay, well, that was already there. Um, and then you have to go through a course. Okay, that was already there. You have to do a live fire, fucking whatever, to make sure that you can use your gun. And they, all these things make fucking sense because guess what? It was already a requirement, you fucking retards. Yeah. And now they're saying, oh, well, then you have to go through a course taught by a law enforcement certified instructor, whatever the fuck that means. Guess what, guys? I know a lot of fucking law enforcement certified instructors that are fucking absolute horseshit, dog shit. Yeah firearms and structures that's why it comes down to the individual to get the fucking proper training that they mm-hmm. need it's an individual it's an individual yeah, case it's an individual it's absolutely an individual case and absolutely if you're gonna buy a gun like 100 percent, i f- fuck yeah dude go out there and get a gun mm-hmm. but get trained like oh, you said 100 yeah. 100 if you're gonna spend the money on a gun then spend the extra couple bucks and find find a good course to go to. Mm-hmm. And NR, the, the NRA, you know, whether you agree with the NRA or not, they do have some pretty decent courses that you could take, and they're all over the country. 
you know, or you can just go to your local gun shop and just start you know, the, the place that you're buying the gun from. Ask them if there's any courses in the area to take, mm-hmm. and they'll probably point in the right direction. And uh, that's well, there's the NRA, there's the USCCA. Yeah. USCCA is great because you can get a lot of legal advice, and that's another aspect that people don't consider when they concealed carry either. It's like if you get into a gunfight with somebody and you fucking kill somebody, you're going to be wrapped up in court for a long time. Especially in a place like Illinois. Your gun's going to be taken. Oh, yeah. You're going to be yeah. facing potential murder charges. Mm-hmm. So you need to fucking you need to know the laws on what it means to really shoot someone. You know what I mean? You can't just right. If somebody punches you in the face, you can't draw them and fucking kill them. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's all in certain states have better laws when it comes to self defense than others. Like Iowa has a stand your stand your ground law. Uh, Texas has a really, really. Standard ground, I think they they call it the castle doctrine in yeah in Texas, mm-hmm. which I I was telling that story about that dude a little off subject, but I was telling that story about that dude. He's a rancher in Texas, and he was I think they're reshoeing their horse, and uh, he heard like his daughter his daughter's out there playing around doing whatever, and I think he he heard some screaming, and someone told him like, hey fucking Jesus took your daughter into the barn. And he took off, he ran in the barn, and he busted through the doors, and he saw his, I think she was five at the time, five-year-old daughter, like, declothed, and he had his pants down around his ankles, pants down around his ankles, and he was, he was raping her. So the dude fucking beat him to death with his bare hands. Beat him to death. And they're like, well, yeah, self-defense. Mm-hmm. He's, he's def- he wasn't defending himself. But he was defending his daughter that couldn't defend herself yeah, against sure. a full-grown man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he beat him to death, and he he's like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, what? you're you had to do you, you had to do what you had to do. And he called the cops right away. Like he beat the dude to a pulp, called the cops, was like, hey, get the fuck over here because this dude's gonna die if you don't hurry up. Like he was watching him. He's I guess he was dying as he was on the phone with the cops. Like hey, hurry up and get over here. He's about to die. You need to get here. But then by the, by the time they got there, he's already dead. And they're like, well, there's that. I approve. I do too. You should be able to do that stuff. Yeah. But you also shouldn't have to use your bare hands. You know, <laughs> For sure. it, it, obviously he's in Texas. He probably, he had guns, but he doesn't have one on him at the time. Yeah. But take that into, you know, the city of Chicago in a back alley somewhere and a fucking girl gets pulled into a back alley and starts getting raped. Mm, what, you, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Like if, even if you're a passerby. A dude sitting there raping a chick, he's already breaking the law, you know, by raping a woman. And what are you going to do to help save her? Or what is she going to do to defend herself? She can't do fucking shit because, well, because the guns are banned. For sure. You know, and they have really strict um, carry laws. And carry, like to get a carry license in Illinois, I think it's pretty stringent. I don't know for sure, but I think it's pretty strict. But it's fucking, at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, criminals, they don't follow the law. That's why they're criminals. Mm-hmm. It's already against the law to murder. Can we pause real quick? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. 
Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right. How's that piss? <laughs> it was much needed. Much needed. Otherwise, I was going to do it in my pants. Yeah, well, it was about three minutes of peeing. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good one there. So, okay. Yeah. So, we talked about rape. Yep. Not good. Check. Murder. Check. Not good. Okay. Um, so, a couple things I want to get on. Um, one thing also. So, I have a few notes. When I, before, this is probably the most prepared I've been for a podcast. <laughs> You're very prepared, dude. I have about a sheet of large fonted You have a tablet. Notes. A tablet? It's not like an old school like, etched in stone tablet. <laughs> I got the notes. All right. Um, so 2020, st- 2020 statistics here because uh, that is the most accurate I could find in my very quick Google searching. Total gun deaths in 2020, 45,222. a lot it's a lot something needs to be done it's a lot of deaths i don't know how many of them are in in illinois probably at least at least well according to this bill i mean it's so dangerous it gotta be at least half yeah but um guess how many of them are suicide uh 32,110 no no 24,292. Yeah, still a lot. So out of that 45,292, 24,292, over half of them, well, I'll get to that, over half, but um, 24,000 of them are suicide. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, when you factor in suicide to gun death counts, that is being very, very, very... Um, it's, it's up, it you're skewing the stats. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. It's being very dishonest. That's what I was trying to say. Fuck. It's embellished. Yeah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. It's being very, very, very dishonest. So when you're talking stats and you're using that 45,222 number and using that number to pass, to, to, to pass some sort of anti-gun legislation, you're being extraordinarily dishonest. Because 24,292 of them were suicides. And those people are probably going to kill themselves anyways. We'll, let's be f- fair. We'll, maybe maybe a thousand of them, if they didn't have a gun sitting there, they wouldn't have done it. But at the end of the day, those people already want to die. Right? Yeah. So, with that said, 19,384 of them were homicides. <clears throat> How many? 19,384 of them were homicides. Okay. So... And then there was 611 of them that were legal. And then, I don't know what that means. And then 535 of them probably were accidents. Self-defense. Yeah, like self-defense, probably. Yeah, okay. 535 of them were accidents. And 400 of them were undetermined. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I can't even speculate what that even means. <laughs> undetermined. That yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Dude's dead with bullet holes in him. Don't know what happened to him. I suppose they just couldn't figure it out. We're like, I, I don't know. Homicide? I don't, who knows? Cold cases? I don't know. Homicide? <laughs> I mean, like we don't know. cold cases are ruled as homicides. That's true. I don't, I don't know. know how they undetermine them. 
How do you not determine someone that's shot, that's de- shot to death? Government bureaucracy, dog. Fucking stupid is what it is. So with those numbers, let's say we take the total. We'll say we'll take the entire total of the 45,222 number, right? Uh-huh. And there's 331.45 million people that are living in the U.S. Mm-hmm. legally it's that nothing. we know of. It's nothing. 331.45 million <clears throat> people mm-hmm. living in the U.S. 45,222 of them died in 2020 for, with gun-related causes, right? So that means you have a 0.0136% chance of dying at the end of a barrel in 2020. To me personally... I, Especially when we bring up the COVID stuff, like that was like, should we shut down the economy for a 0.01% chance of dying from a unknown disease? A lot of people say probably shouldn't. Some people say we probably should. And we did for a long time, right? So 0.0136% chance of dying at the end of a barrel. I don't know about you, but I don't think in my personal opinion if we're taking emotions out of it my personal opinion i don't think that with that percentage it should justify stripping americans of their rights no no not at all and um i would actually say that even with those odds if i'm still allowed to have my guns then that makes the percentage even lower for me personally you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I, like, I don't, honestly, I'm going to be completely real here. I don't give a fuck about the 300 million. I, I don't. I care about one. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes down to that, I mean, like, just with that. Well, I, fuck you, then. Because I'm your brother. <laughs> yeah, but you fucking, you have the same exact faculties yeah, right. that I do, my friend. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't say I just care about me. But, like, in a one-on-one situation with somebody, or maybe, like, a one-on-three, right? Sure. Yep. Okay. The only person I give a fuck about in that situation is me. Yeah. Unless I'm with my wife, then I care about two. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm with you or anyone else. Anyway. But it, it, when you're with your wife, you care less about you and more about your wife, obviously. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But your point is still very valid. Yes. yes. Like you so don't give it, a fuck it, what happens to the perpetrator because you're going to shoot him down. Mm-hmm. Out of self-defense. Yep. In that, in that moment. I only care about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, absolutely. I, that totally makes sense. And that's that's the thing. Like, in order to strip Americans from their rights, because this, this, yes, this is an Illinois gun law that we're talking about that got passed, and it's fucking silly. And uh, these stats are nationwide. But this is a nationwide topic all the time, mm-hmm. especially with the Biden administration. This is a topic that Biden, when he before he got in office, he swore when he gets in office, there will be an assault weapons ban in America nationwide. Yeah. <clears throat> First, a cl- clever little uh, gimmick that he threw to the American public there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a worm on a hook that there was actually no worm on there. It was just a hook. <laughs> just a hook. <laughs> like, bare ass hook. But it's, it, it's like, but this is the people that we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. They're talking about stripping 331.45 million people of their rights to defend themselves properly in because of a point zero zero 
or point zero one three six percent chance yeah. of dying. It's ridiculous from a gun. And then um, if you take out the suicide, you actually have a point zero zero five eight four percent chance of dying. Yeah. You see, you're talking facts right now. These people don't care about facts. All they care about is emotional fucking whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. Because, like, these, this is nothing new. Like, I mean, we've, we all know, like, these conversations that get had with, I recently, well, actually, it was, like, right around when I had my ment- mental breakdown, I had an argument with somebody Jeez. about <laughs> about guns. <laughs> somebody from California, Los Angeles, actually, and... They had nowhere to go when I gave them numbers. It was just, yeah, well, hmm. okay. But 45,000. Well, that's just your opinion. That's what it came down to. I was like, that's not my opinion. That's fucking statistics, my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, guess what? I, you know, I don't, I have no problem with you. But you're going to tell me that I can't fucking carry a gun with whatever magazine capacity just because you feel like, I don't know, these fucking school shootings, for example, that keep getting brought up. Like, it makes. Yeah. Those are such a small percentage of fucking violence. So in in this 45,222 number is counting mass shootings, obviously. So mm-hmm. if you account for just the mass shootings, because those get way more pu- publicity than all these poor, kid, poor people in fucking Chicago shooting each other one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit happens all the time. But it's like, Man, when you're talking mass shootings, it's like, holy fuck, we have to do something about this shit. It's like, why don't we do something to actually fix the problem that will actually do it? Which is, I don't know, our, in our opinions might differ on this. But it's like, you need, you can't defund the police. And then, simultaneously, you can't be on the defund the police side and then simultaneously be on the anti-gun side. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What the fuck are you wanting then? No, exactly. It, you want complete and utter Mad Max anarchy. You're not even cool anarchy. Not like libertarian anarchy. You want like real rough anarchy. No, that's a great point though because they do yell, defund the police, defund the police. But at the same time, they're saying in order to have a gun, you need to go through a course that's with a law enforcement yeah. certified instructor. It's like, motherfucker, what do you want? No cops or all cops? Yeah. Like it's you, one or the other. Yeah. You oh, hate we cops. just want better cops. Like, what's a better cop? What is a better cop? I mean, uh, number one, you're going to be clogging up the law enforcement pipeline from getting to a an emergency when they're sitting in a room with a bunch of people that already know how to use guns just so they can get their fucking permit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a bureaucratic fucking... It's a bureaucratic move, dude. It is a bureaucratic move. And it makes no sense. There are already not enough cops. Yes. Like, police agencies all over the country are extremely undermanned. Oh, yeah. Their hands are tied with what they can do. There needs to be accountability. I'm not saying there does not need to be accountability. But they just, they're just they just clogging up the system that they want to perpetuate with this fucking fantasy bullshit. And it is a yeah. fantasy bullshit. How about this, guys? How about in high school, we have a firearms education program? Yeah. I've been thinking about that for a long time. How about in high school we have some kind of self-defense program with, like, I don't know, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor or something? Oh, yeah. So that when they leave high school, they actually have some fucking skills that will save their life. Yep. Instead of all this other crap. I don't know. Makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. And it's like, I don't know, man. It just, it bothers me so much because it's like, 
it is the same. It is the same people that are saying defund the police. That are saying you can't have guns. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking people. It's like I don't know what kind of utopia they're trying to achieve here, but it's not reality. No, it's not fucking reality at all. Like at all. Like that'll never happen. That will never work because I hate to break it to you, sister, but there's bad people out there, and just because you think that bad things shouldn't happen, and because certain bad people use a tool to do their bad deeds doesn't mean you need to ban the tool because good people use the same tool you know it's like a lot of people get murdered with fucking hammers and axes too like where do we draw the line here like when okay in america we ban the guns murders still happen now what are they using they're using pointy objects now what pointy objects do we ban next in order to save people right you're not going to what you need to do is you need Harsh punishments for the people that commit bad, heinous crimes. For sure. So, I don't know. I think taking away, obviously, we think taking away your rights as an American citizen is not the right answer. And, you know, I'm open to to debate with anyone that, obviously, we're probably talking to a group of people that are listening that are on our side. No, yeah. But if they know, if they know of other people, like, I'm willing to have this conversation with someone that is an anti-gunner mm-hmm. just because it's like, you know, it's like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to yeah. me at all. I've had a lot of conversations with anti-gunners. Yeah. I have um, I, we cross paths or whatever. I mean, just like I mentioned earlier, when I had that mental breakdown, I with that. I, and I invited her, I was like, you need to come to the range with me sometime. And I need to show you exactly what this is all about. <laughs> you know, like, let's see, what you know about firearms and what you don't know. I can guarantee they know fucking nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, put out a bunch of fucking cardboard silhouettes, say you are a mass shooter, go do it. Yeah. I bet you they wouldn't fucking, they would not be dropping bodies. No. Because they think it's just, they think it's, they live in video game land. They live in fantasy land. Like, they think it's just so easy to do these things. And it's Mm -hmm. not. And I'm not on the side of active shooters, obviously. I'm on the side of people Obviously. stopping fucking active shooters. And I think if we had a practical shooting, if we had a practical shooting sports curriculum in every fucking high school across the nation, there would not be a single fucking mass shooting. Mm-hmm. If we lowered the age limit to owning handguns and made practical shooting sports a real thing, it'd be it'd be less deadly than football. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. That's... A hundred percent. Like it's going to be safe. Like, if we, we had handgun shooting competitions in high school, yes, it would be safer than football. One hundred percent. It would be safer than wrestling. A hundred percent. Safer than hockey. It'd be safer than. It'd anything. be safer than fucking tennis. The only thing it wouldn't be safer from would be like in in OCG, esports. Like esports now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe or, or trap shooting. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um, esports, esports is obviously pretty safe, but very safe, you know, but the shooting competition would be a close second <laughs> for sure. You know, yeah, it'd be a close second because they're going to do all the training before they go out to the range and teach safety, you know, and respect for these guns and, res- and everything else. So it's like, I am a hundred percent advocate. Like they need to put more guns in schools and in the hands of these young, these young people so they can learn 
how to handle them, learn how to safely handle them, number one, and learn respect for the for the weapon, for the tool, you know? So mm-hmm. then they get out of high school and be like, okay, at least now I understand what a fucking gun is and how it's used. Then we would be a safer country for it, in my opinion. Definitely. I did want to bring up one more stat, though. So suicide, you have a .00732% chance of killing yourself with a gun, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, I so that's also that well. also makes sense why to be in guns. Because <clears throat> then you wouldn't die. <laughs> you wouldn't kill yourself then if you didn't have a gun. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know, man. It's just, it, it's it's crazy to think about. Like trying to put myself in the in the mind in in the shoes of like an anti gunner. It's like, man, I don't know. <sighs> I know they. Think- it, 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 honestly, it could. I think a lot of these individuals not politicians but people that like tout this fucking bullshit it just comes from a place of ignorance yeah and they they just don't know right they've never gone shooting they weren't raised around it they don't have friends that do it you know what i mean like yeah yeah. and i and i don't hate them i don't hate them either yeah i don't hate those people you know i i want to if 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 they're gonna be respectful then i'd like to teach them maybe and i would love to educate them. them a little bit and see where it goes from there, but uh, I definitely don't. I don't hate them because I think they, I think they have these anti-gun um, ideas in their heads. I think it comes from a good place. It comes from a place of like, yeah, we just want to make things safer. We just want to stop. We want to stop mass shootings. If we stop, if we got rid of guns, there wouldn't be any mass shootings. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. There would be a lot less, mm-hmm. but there wouldn't be. There'd still be death. Yeah. There's still gonna be murder. There's still gonna be rape. There's still gonna be all these heinous crimes. There's still gonna. There's still going to happen, whether they're using a gun or not. Because those people that want to commit crimes and want to conduct murder, they are going to find a tool that works for them well, no the matter thing, what the thing is too there there are still mass shootings in countries that have the strictest gun control laws in the world right they still happen yeah they're you less know, here's the thing it, it's propaganda dude it is like it's just the media networks are controlled and possibly owned and funded i mean it's been re- recently released that a lot of social media networks have been funded by the biden administration i mean it, it, it of it's of course they're controlled by the government. They tout the government's fucking bullshit. And whatever is happening at the moment, they're just going to perpetuate it. And what are people on constantly? They're on their phones constantly. They're on social media. They're on fucking, you know, browsing news articles from fucking science.com, which don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like oh, yeah. the New York Post and all this gay shit. Like, dude. I think the New York Post is actually decent. Uh, it, they're not the worst. Yeah, like okay. Or, or are you talking about the New York Times? New York Times, okay. Okay, because New, the New York Post that is the um the organization that dropped the Hunter Biden laptop deal. True, true. Yeah, the New York Times though. Yeah, they're gay. Government on government on. Yeah, sure. for sure. And that's the thing, man. It's like it's all it is all propaganda, and they're all propagandists. And I <clears throat> I don't know exactly. I, I think they're just yeah they're they're probably just doing it for self um just for themselves to get reelected 
just to get votes and be like, I tried. I'm trying to do this thing. Even though they know that it's going to get shot down in court. They're like, well, at least, we're tr- at least I'm trying. I'm fighting the good fight for yeah. you people that are voting for me, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a charade. It's yeah. all a charade. They'll just say whatever they believe that the status quo is at the moment. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't, like... When you brought up today that we're going to be talking about this, like, God, I have to dip my toe back into fucking politics and shit. (laughs) I just don't follow it anymore because I think it's all fucking lies, dude. It is. You know? Like, I just... Did you... I I try not to get wrapped up in it anymore and, like... Well, and... When it comes to to gun control, I do get kind of fucking fired up about it because it does hit close. It hits home to me because, like, I really don't feel safe a lot of the time. Yeah. And I have no reason not no reason not to feel safe you know (laughs) but at the same time like i just i know that there are violent people out there Mm -hmm. and there are we're swimming with fucking sharks dude and like if you if they're saying oh before you jump in the water with these sharks we need to fucking cut your arms and bleed out out there with the sharks it's only because you know there's some guy that he cut his wrist and now he's dying or some gay shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That analogy was kind of dumb. I don't know where you're getting at with that. <laughs> you went somewhere. I don't yeah. know where you went, but you went somewhere with it. And I... We're swimming with sharks, dude. We, we are get, swimming with sharks. If, and when sure. you swim with sharks, you got to be able to kill them. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to kill you. So, fuck them. That's true. And it, yeah. And it doesn't matter how you kill a shark. As long as the shark is dead. Exactly. And yeah. you're not. And you're not. But, yeah. I mean, even in our, even, even in our little town, like, there's fucking not good people here there's violence all over there's violence all over there are violent people everywhere Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of violence that does not get disclosed to the public yes there's a lot of extremely violent individuals with huge financial investments that don't want to be found out (laughs) yeah those are the people i'm protecting myself from you know what i'm saying so yep yeah and you know, that's why, you know, as a, you know, as a husband, I taught Ashley, for, well, for one, I taught Ashley how to shoot because she wanted to become a cop. So she had to learn how to shoot. And, um, but even if she didn't want to become a cop, she would, she would learn how to shoot because I want her to be able to protect herself at all times. And that's why my daughter is going to learn how to shoot because she's going to grow up just being around guns and knowing how to handle guns from a young age because I want her to go out in the world prepared, not mm-hmm. relying, not have, I don't want her to have to rely on an- someone else coming to save her. Yeah. I want her to be able to save herself <clears throat> if she has to. I want her to be able to defend herself, not just with a gun, but with her hands if she has to. Oh yeah. She's going to have to learn. She's going to learn how to fight because the world isn't fucking nice out there all the time. But you know what makes the world a little bit more bearable, a little bit easier to deal with, knowing that not every person you encounter is going to be a good person, is the confidence in knowing how to defend yourself at all times. Whether you have a gun, whether you have nothing, or whether you have a knife, or whatever you have. Knowing how to defend yourself and having the confidence to be able to walk around places and be like, if something happens to me, if someone bad is going to come around me, then I can at least give myself a chance to either prevent it from happening or at least stall a really bad thing from happening until someone can get there to help. For sure. Yeah. And also, like, uh, 
<clears throat> a lot of criminals kind of look for like an easy lunch for the most part. And if there's like, I don't know, a decently trained person with empty handed or fucking arm skills, they generally are like, ah, the juice is yeah. just not worth the squeeze on that. Yeah. That's why a lot, I, a lot of criminals don't want to die Yeah, <laughs> or get hurt. That's why mass, ma- that's why the mass shootings happen in gun free zones, like schools mm-hmm. and malls. Yeah. A lot of malls are gun-free zones, but like that one dude in Indiana. What the fuck's his name? Elijah Dickens. Yep, that guy. He didn't give a fuck. He no. carried. He carried in a mall, and he stopped mass shooting. Yeah, I think a couple people died, which is sad and it sucks. But a hell of a lot more people would have died if he wasn't there, and or he wasn't carrying. Yep. You know, thank God he was there and carrying a gun that he was comfortable with. So comfortable that he fucking put the dude down at like 40-something yards, mm-hmm. wasn't it? 30, 40 yards, something like that? Yeah. Um, I think what was released is that he engaged him from f- 50 yards. Really, all they put out was that they that he engaged them from engaged the shooter from 50 yards. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of debate about that whether he maneuvered on the guy or not. Either way, Either he, way. he got fucking steel on flesh at 50 yards yeah. with a Glock 17, I think. Or I think it was. Something like that. It was, it was a Glock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Nine millimeter. Um, yeah, good for him. But yeah, good that's, for him. Good that's for a lifesaver. And- more than anything else, good for everyone else that was in that mall that would have been, you know, fucking shark food. Yeah, and the, gun, the mall was a gun-free zone. Yeah. But... That's not a legal definition. That's no. just saying, please don't bring a gun in here. Yeah, <laughs> you know if 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 they see if they see that you're carrying a gun, they can ask you to leave, and you'd have to abide because it's a private it's, pri- it's, pri- it's private it's private property. And if they tell you to leave, you have to leave. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know. And when he fucking shot down that shooter, the mall was like, "Hey, you know, what? we're not gonna we're not gonna be mad because." You killed a fucking potential mass shooter. Yeah. And that's huge. That's one thing that these anti-gun fucking nerds don't talk about is they don't talk about all the prevent, like the mass shooting that guns prevent. You know, it, it, they don't talk about it a lot because it doesn't get the headlines because pff, it worked. You know? Yeah. Like Elijah Dickens. There's another dude at a church or something like that that shot some dude. That was coming in there with a gun, and he fucking put that dude down right when he got in the door, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude. And those are just national headlines, dude. I mean, there are... Oh. You can go down a YouTube rabbit hole of dudes, of people defending their lives with handguns. Yeah. Successfully. There's also a bunch of that are not successful, but... Yeah. What's that I YouTube channel? The Active Self-Protection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that dude rules. Yeah. He's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but... Mike Korea, shout out, dude. Yeah, yeah, the dude's that <laughs> come dude's on the show. Shit. So yeah, no, that'd be talk. awesome, man. But he, he has his whole YouTube channel is about people protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. With I love guns. that YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking badass, dude. Kind of goofy, but I like it. But there are also a bunch on there that of people not being able to defend themselves and where they fucked up. Right. Either way, it's a good learning experience. Yeah, for sure. But uh, my last thing I want to talk about too. Uh, um, so a lot of these anti-gunners will go ahead and say they're they're. Democrats and liberals, right? Usually. Yeah. Nah, there are some Republicans. That's true. There are some. But majority, right? Yep. 
And, you know, they're also, like, they, the BLM thing and everything else, like, obviously they're very anti-racist, right? Mm-hmm. Why do they hate black guns? Because they're actually racist. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go ahead and say it. These are also the same they're closet of, racists. These are also the same people that think that black people don't have the knowledge to go out and get a government-issued ID. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when it comes to voting, yeah, they need to have they they can't have voter ID laws because um, black people Democrats believe that black people are so incompetent that they cannot get a driver's <laughs> license or a government issued ID yeah. in order to vote. Yeah, that pre- sounds pretty fucking racist. Dude. <laughs> it's extremely racist. So they hate they hate black guns, and they think black people are dumb. It's kind of fucked up. This Don't support them. If you're actually anti-racist, then you should be pro-gun. No, oh, 100%, dude. Yeah, so that's where I want to end it at. If you're actually anti-racist... Support black guns. That's right. think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing but as i've learned no matter where i've been whitetails can be damn tricky pursuing wild game in wild places tune in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment